Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. Works best when it's covering three to five years. That's the sweet spot. Now, what I'm going to do in this episode, I'm going to talk about why you don't want it shorter than three years, why you don't want it longer than five years, and then to think about what you might need to think through with regards to should your strategic plan be three years, four years or five years long. So specifically getting down to that level of detail. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic... And if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode where we're talking about another one of the frequently asked questions that I receive. And this time it's what time frame should our strategy cover? I get this asked uh, really frequently from heads around school strategies, um, from governors in strategy away days and from directors of development about fundraising strategy and similarly about marketing strategies and so on. So this is actually an episode which is applicable to anyone thinking about any form of strategy within the school sector or indeed outside the school sector. And we're going to be thinking about what is the ideal number of years which a strategic plan should cover. So how long should your strategy go ahead, think forwards, and to what extent there are pros and cons of different numbers of years that your strategy could cover. Before we dive into the detail, I wanted to let you know about a free resource I've created to help you prepare your school for the coming economic impact of the invasion of Ukraine. It's a checklist of things you need to think about and take action on now, and it's designed to prompt strategic conversations around the issues that actually matter. You can download your free copy at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash checklist. Okay, now let's continue with this week's episode. Okay, so one of the things you're going to be quite relieved to hear potentially is that actually I think this question has a really 
clear answer. Quite often when I get these frequently asked questions episodes, there's there's quite a lot of nuance to the answer. It's sort of, well, if this is happening, then maybe that's the answer and, and so on. In this case, actually, I believe there is a very strong case for strategic plans, at least within the independent school sector. This is a relatively stable sector. We're not talking about um, really fast moving, emerging technology, for example. We're also not talking about very, very mature, slow moving markets. We're talking about a sector in which there is competitive pressure, where there is change over time, but it's not often from month to month. It's often from year to year that that change is occurring. So in that environment, what I find is that a strategic plan works best when it's covering three to five years. That's the sweet spot. Now, what I'm going to do in this episode, I'm going to talk about why you don't want it shorter than three years, why you don't want it longer than five years, and then to think about what you might need to think through with regards to should your strategic plan be three years, four years or five years long. So specifically getting down to that level of detail. So first of all, why should it not be shorter than three years? Well, the simple answer is that anything which is only covering one or two years out is not a strategy. That is more like an annual action plan, which is important but is not the same as strategy. So when we talk about strategic plans, we're talking about the need for a really long-term vision. Now your vision will often look out maybe even 10 years, possibly even a generation. This is a long-term setting the direction for your school. What is the impact that you want to have your school to have over the long term? So often the vision part of strategy goes well beyond the five year time frame. But then you need to think about how you're going to get there. Now, if you're thinking about how to get there, how to make a significant progress in that direction of your vision, delivering your vision, one or two years is not long enough to really make a difference towards those long term visions. You need to be thinking about a longer time frame for it to really count as being strategy to really make sure that it's marking itself out as being different from just tactical action planning and instead is thinking strategically through time about the projects you might want to sequence there might be projects which happen in year one and year two that and then finish that's fine but there will be a sequence of projects that needs to take at least three to five years in order to start being able to say that you're starting to see movement in the direction of that long-term vision. So inherently, when we say strategy or strategic plan, it needs to be longer than one or two years to really count as having that long-term. However, there's a big caveat here, and this is where Sometimes there's misunderstanding. So when people talk about the strategy needing to be shorter, in actual fact, what they're talking about is the need for an annual action plan. You can call it what you like. A lot of schools call it the school development plan. You may have terminology within your school, which is, which is different, but it's an annually reviewed and, and renewed action plan which is what you're actually going to be undertaking this year. This is the much more tactical element of planning. So that needs to sit there annually, but the strategy needs to be longer than the one or two years that that might cover. So then I get asked the question, okay, so if we're going to be talking long-term strategies about having a long-term vision, why are we constraining ourselves to three to five years? Why aren't we creating a 10-year plan? 
And I often hear this coming from governors more than senior leadership. And that might be because senior leadership automatically sort of feel, know in their bones, the fact that a lot changes in 10 years. And although it's good to have a long-term vision, so your vision may well be 10 years, the strategic priorities that you're setting within a, a strategic plan you really don't know enough about what the landscape is going to look like beyond five years to do any really proper strategic planning, to actually think about strategic priorities for years six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It just takes the horizon out too far for us to really know what the landscape is going to be like or what the internal culture is going to be like, the internal finances are going to be like, the recruitment um, strength within your school to look ahead more than five years, there's too much that we don't know to really do proper strategic planning for more than five years. One of the the questions that I pose within Strategy Away Days to sort of allow people to explore this a little bit more is to say, if you're having governors, for example, saying we need to look 10 years out, first of all, narrow it down to a conversation about just the vision rather than the strategic priorities that sit under that vision. So you're talking about the the top level of the strategy and pose the question, what do we want this to be if it's going to be a generational vision? Push the time frame even longer than 10 years. So in a generation, when we hand over our school to the next generation of senior leaders, of pupils, of parents, of staff, what do we want this school to look like? What do we want this school to be doing within its communities. If you're thinking generationally, it's quite easy to understand that yes, you could have a generational vision for what you're trying to achieve, a a set point in the distance of where you're all trying to head together as a community, but it's impossible to be planning specific strategic priorities for years 20, 21, 22 out from now. Clearly that's not going to work. So if you're feeling pressured to have your strategic plan longer than five years, pose that question, say, look, okay, I agree. We need a long-term vision. Let's think generationally. And that allows you to have that conversation in, in a way that doesn't allow people to then misunderstand that the whole strategic plan is going to be a generation long strategic plan because most people would automatically understand that that's not possible. So that brings us into this sweet spot, this idea of a strategic plan covering three to five years. Now, I said at the beginning of this episode that the reason this is the sweet spot for the independent school sector, and and it's common across some other sectors as well, is because of the rate of change that you are experiencing. In sectors where there is rapid change, we tend to see a lot, and the academic research has demonstrated that, that the shorter strategies are more successful. So if you're operating in a very fast changing environment, your strategy tends to be for a shorter period of time. If you're operating in a very, very mature static environment, especially if it involves very long term investment, that might be, for example, if you are a water supply company. So relatively static environment, long term investment decisions needed then your strategic horizons need to be pushed out further. So if you know that, then you can start to think about what's right for your school. Should it be a three, four or five year strategic plan? And the answer to that question is likely to lie within an analysis of the rate of change in which you are operating. 
or the rate of change at which you wish your school to be changing. So that might mean that if you have a, if you're working within a school where there are significant challenges, let's say there are significant financial challenges, you need to make a really significant increase in the number of pupils who are recruited in you know, full fee paying pupils recruited into your school. Let's say that you're really finding that a significant challenge, you know, a threat to, to existence at the moment. It's likely that you are needing to push through significant change within your school to achieve those targets quickly. When that's the case, you're probably looking at a three year strategic plan because you need to get a lot done in a short period of time and then things will change during that time and you need to then review where you are at the end of three years to think about what's happening for the next three years. Alternatively, if your school is feeling that it's in a relatively slow changing external environment with regards to your local marketplace, for example, and demand for your for your education, and you feel that actually the school's in a pretty good place, you're not planning to push through substantial change, then you'll probably find that a five-year time horizon is probably more suitable for you as a school. A little, a little kind of word of warning, a little caveat here. I often do find, especially at the moment during COVID, school strategies got shorter. So schools that were developing strategies during the intense period of the COVID pandemic or often going for three-year plans because that rate of change was much faster. But I am finding at the moment that schools that are in years four or five of a five-year plan, so they're now culminating that plan, they're already thinking about what comes next, but they're finishing off their current plan. I do find that those schools are having to redefine what they said in their strategic plan you know four or five years prior quite substantially in order to make appropriate annual development plans for their school for the next year in the process of while they're developing their next five-year strategy and it's a little bit unclear to me i'll be completely honest with you it's a little bit unclear to me whether that's because covid has shifted our environment permanently and so shorter so three-year strategic plans are increasingly the way to go or whether that's because we're still coming through the end of covid and the plans where they're in years four and five were developed pre-covid and so obviously we didn't predict what was going to happen with the pandemic and so a lot is changing so that's something to reflect on something to think about i'm still pondering that one i'll be honest and I am increasingly seeing schools shifting from wanting to think about a five-year plan to shortening those horizons down to a four or three-year plan. But I do worry that sometimes schools that go consistently for a three-year strategic plan cycle spend the first year planning, you know, creating the strategy. There's only two years to really deliver it before you're then creating the strategy again. So you want to think about how much capacity you have for strategic planning within your governor and senior leadership um, teams. And that will also be part of your decision as to whether you're thinking about a three year or five year plan. So there you go. I would be really interested to hear your feedback. Firstly, is this helpful? Does it give you the guidance you need? And if not, just get in touch and let me know. We can jump on a call about your specific circumstances. But also, 
Have you done something completely different? Are you doing this in a different way? I would love to hear how you're finding it. If you are going for a much longer strategy, for example, and how you're finding that process. I'm always here to learn alongside you as a sector. Lovely to talk to you this week. Have a strategic week and I'll speak to you again next time. Bye bye now. Thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast, the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash podcast.